Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. right off the bat i please <laughs> just this is a took, vulnerable space <laughs> i just took a fat rip off my floaties and i feel like i'm ready to take on the world <laughs> i can smell everything right now <laughs> allergies don't know them don't know them. wow you know that's the beauty of like the home studio you know i wish that this was sponsored just because like floaties is not cheap you know and allergies fucking right suck. sure um, but yeah. if any of you are embarrassing people like myself who are prone <laughs> to getting bloody noses in the dry weather like myself, um, yeah. Flonase is that bitch. Damn. Uh, who will moisten your little nose cavity things. So congrats. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to take a good sniff of <laughs> that wet. Just a little whiff. Whatever yeah. that, the little wet juice. I don't know what that shit is. Hi. Welcome to Into Twilight. Oh my gosh, hi. I feel like before we even talk about how we're doing, I just want to let you all know that we've seen your demands for us (laughs) to talk about the Cars universe. (laughs) Uh, Uh Uh-huh. And how, yes, we get it that the Cars universe has had 9-11 happen in it. Right. <laughs> which means yeah. MCR, which means Twilight, which right. means Fifty Shades. We got, hey, listen. The whole ripple effect, the dominoes <laughs> of culture. Here's the thing. Yeah. I don't want to talk about Mater having a playroom <laughs> is the thing. Yes. I And I don't want to <sighs> think about it. Why would you even put that? I don't want it. In my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I was... You know, I was living a, a pretty okay life without Because that. here's the thing. In my mind. <laughs> is that's what you all jump to, right? Because the average <laughs> person in Cars only knows, like, Lightning McQueen and Mater. Sure. But you right. all, if you're real fucking Cars fans, know yeah. that the Italian car, the Italian car, yeah. and yes. the sheriff car... Who yes. Brittany Broski is always sweating over. Right. Just fan <laughs> behavior. Over publicly. <laughs> Those two cars yeah. would definitely be in a playroom together. And that's all I'm going to say on this matter. Um, and I don't want to talk that's about it. it on the show again. <laughs> <laughs> also, that tiny uh. car who's always on the, who's always like taking tires off. Oh, yes. Definitely yeah. fucks. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I can't right. talk about this anymore. <laughs> Yeah, anymore, and we will get arrested. The FBI will jump. We already in. have an explicit tag. We can't get anything worse, but they Cannot will push this. Oh, iTunes will personally come to our houses and be like, "You got to knock this shit off. Like, you can't. <laughs> you can't do it. Please, please stop <laughs> for your own safety and the well-being of your listening audience. Yeah, like the mental health of people. Can you just like not <laughs> immediately when you start recording? Just like not do that. 
Yeah, so if you want to invoice us for your impending therapy fees, you know, <laughs> we'll DM us, we'll talk about it. <laughs> or, <laughs> sorry. better yet, send us Twilight and Cars crossover fanfiction. I will happily read it no. to Cody on it. <laughs> no, no, no. I would not like that. Um, um, you know, wink. Our email is open. Just, I'm just going to bleep everything you said. <laughs> just various bleeps on there so it sounds far more explicit. Absolutely. Yeah. Cody, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I, I've i been trying to teach myself how to play chess to not great success. Oh. Um, but that's not my happy thing because it's given me a lot of emotional <laughs> stress because <laughs> I'm not very good at it yet. Um, but my happy thing is what I frantically texted you about earlier today which we is, do need to talk a, about this <laughs> we need to talk about it it's important first of all tegan and sarah are on tiktok that's great i love that for them it's I'm where they happy. belong i feel i think so too i think if we want to like you know you know know your roots you know what i mean like get the baby gays on tiktok and be like hey this is listen <laughs> you, you gotta be gay and sad and and also maybe dance and listen to this thank you 100 percent They've been doing this, like, kind of promotional thing because I guess Heartthrob came out eight years ago, which sounds not real. Um, that sounds fake. But I, guess, but I guess that is true. So they're doing, like, little minute lookbacks of all of the songs and what they mean and where they came from. And they're very silly and lovely, and I love them. Um, but they made one for Love They Say, which is the song on the album. And Tegan says that they had originally wrote it for one of the Twilight soundtracks. <sighs> and that... Made me want to die. <laughs> made me want to die. Because first of all, I don't know if you remember Love They Say, but it's very much like coming-of-age teen end credit song movie. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, very happy, very like... Whenever people made... If like someone made a fan edit of Twilight and being like, what if it was like just a very chill, happy rom-com that had no drama or violence or anything I, that's the song they would use for that 100 percent. i always saw it when people did fan vids of perks of being a wallflower and they're in the uh -huh. tunnel standing yes. up they it was yes. always that song 100 percent. totally but this also led me down a rabbit hole because i was like this is breaking news information i feel like we need to talk about absolutely this. it's investigative um, journalism thank you i i do great work um <laughs> <laughs> but apparently in 2009 Tegan and Sarah did an interview with MTV News where they talked about Twilight um, because apparently when they were recording Sainthood, they read all of the Twilight books. All of them. And she says that her and some one of the producers who's also a Death Cab producer and they were like both reading at the same time and like nerding out to each other about Twilight while making Sainthood uh. together. Which like, what? How... Why wasn't I contacted about this information? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because I was in I... high school doesn't mean you couldn't have told me. Hello? Right. This is very important information. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Can you I know. Imagine so all the strings, everything is connected. 100%. Everything goes back to Twilight. Everything. Everything in culture goes back to Twilight. That's what we've been saying for years. Yes. And the fact that it's being confirmed feels surreal. Yeah. 
I think that, especially because Tegan said in that video that it was supposed to be a new moon, which, like, hello? Yeah, not new moon. (laughs) What? Could you imagine the the fucking depression month sequence with just, like, (laughs) love face? (laughs) He looks super happy. (laughs) I would, if someone wants to edit that, maybe I'll fucking do it. I just think that'd be so fucking funny. I feel like if anything in that movie, it would have been when bella was dying like in the <laughs> water because like sure it would have yeah, just been like, so I'm like- or the only thing that i could have thought of is <laughs> when she's coming back off of the airplane when they come back from italy and she's so sleep deprived she's like afraid to fall asleep with edward there right. she's afraid it's all a dream she's been up for yeah. like 36 hours and mm-hmm. everything just feels like a dream and that's like when you're in an airport and it's like coming back home, it's all dark, everything feels kind of surreal. Like that, I guess, but right. it is not the movie for that. Not a vibe. No. Everything not in that the movie vibe. is too sad for that. Yeah, no. And Tegan and Sarah are like sad. So yeah, they could have chosen right. any other song. <laughs> Seriously, all of their work, like that album is a blip in terms of the larger like discography of like sad and atmospheric and fall and cold and vampire exactly like those all get the feelings there but this was just the one time they're like hell yeah this is so weird what a weird choice i know Uh, how are you man oh i'm just living um Just, you know, just all vibes. Yes. Um, and not a bad vibe in the world. No. Couldn't be. Mm-mm. Not me. No. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm just getting through it at this point. Yeah. Counting down the days to what you ask. I don't know. Just counting down. Just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just count. To, to be determined, you know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just got to count down to what I don't. I'll figure it out. Um, yeah. Look at them when something. we get there. <laughs> right, exactly. Yep, I'm just making it through. I have a happy thing this week. I'm reminded weekly at this point how singular of a type that I have, and this will come up a little bit later when we're talking about the book, weirdly Mm. enough. But (laughs) um, a fellow friend of the podcast, Jordane, tweeted (laughs) between the time that our episode went up last week and now about one of my favorite characters in all of television, Nick Miller. Yes. And I just want to spend just a moment because this reminded some of my fellow uh, folks on Twitter about Nick Miller. And I love that piece of shit dearly. Yeah. Very aggressively my type of just a surly, just a, just a sad face of a man. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I adore him. New Girl is very much one of those shows I rewatch mm-hmm. often. Right. Just because I, I love a good 20-minute episode. Yeah, for of sure. Of something. A little snack. It is. It's a good snack. And New Girl's the kind of show that it has yeah. a plot for sure, but I can just put it on in the background 
Right. And it's funny. And I can just keep it on. And I appreciate a a show like that. Yeah. Um, I've definitely been thinking about rewatching New Girl because I haven't watched it in forever. (sighs) And I'm like, am I emotionally ready to fall in love with Nick Miller again? I don't. Yes. That's something you got to consider, though. You know, it's like, (laughs) it's it's such a shame. Um, It's such a shame that my type is Nick Miller sometimes. (laughs) Right. Because I start thinking like, oh, he he definitely walks the fine line of like so many of my shitty exes who yeah, like sure. I've, I've talked about before who like slept with only a sleeping bag, no bed, no bed <laughs> frame, just a, just a sleeping <laughs> yeah. bag and a fucking will to live. Um, and also you know, but then I remember like that sexual tension until him and Jess kissed in the hallway, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's worth maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's worth watching New Girl again. (laughs) So There's um, something to be said, too, of the Nick Miller to finding out your bisexual pipeline. You know what I mean? Okay, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. Most bisexual people on Twitter that I know of have a Nick Miller story. You know what I mean? There's something. There's a Venn diagram there. Mainly because also, and this was also part of the conversation that happened, too, which I'm so glad people talked about, is... The people that he pulls are unreal. Mm -hmm. Unreal. Yeah. So, yes. I do not know a lot of straight people that (laughs) like Nick Miller. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. (laughs) And I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Just because I think that a lot of, a lot of straight people that I know like Schmidt, which is fine. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, That's fine. (laughs) Or Winston, because Winston's also great. Yeah. I know my type. Right. <laughs> I know my not, truth. It's not. Uh, my truth is uh, Nick Miller. Yeah. So. You are valid. <laughs> uh, oh, God. I love that show. The show's great. Speaking of fucking romance. Um, yeah. When this, <laughs> when this episode comes out, it's going to be close to Valentine's Day. And we, as we have for so many years, have some good old Valentine's Day content for you, starting with, of course, Twilight Valentine's Day content. Yes. As usual, we have a little bit of a Screen Rant corner. Thank you, Screen Rant. Who I think we have a repeat writer of Amanda Steele. Oh, yes. Mainly because I looked at that and I was like, what's up, Anastasia Steele? And I think (laughs) I made that joke last time. So. But it is gracing my favorite blondes in this world. Um, So thank you, Amanda, for giving me both Daddy Carlisle and Rosalie in their really shitty wigs. So thank you. Yes. And this is where the main characters of Twilight would take you on Valentine's Day. Ooh. Cody, would you like to start? Sure. I mean, I gotta go with number two, Charlie Swan. 100%. Just classic dive bar and a beer. Listen, this is why I love this man. Yes. I know exactly what to expect from him. He's incredibly easy to read. <laughs> like, <laughs> he is consistent. Yes. And also, listen, I know that it's some people's thing, but the last thing that I want to do in the before times, but also now, is have a two-hour overpriced dinner. Sure. Just for Valentine's Day. Yeah. No, thank you. No. We can go to a dive bar. I love that. Yes. Huge fan. 
love this man. <laughs> I love this really sad photo that they chose of this man, he, and I love this sad This man. is the most, like, divorced dad photo of him you could possibly <laughs> grab. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, um, I just mainly need to talk about number seven here, because the concept for this one is niche, but it's very <laughs> accurate. <Yeah. laughs> um <laughs> Number seven is Jasper Hale. And folks, if I can just take you to your mind palace, please, and to imagine this one. Think about for just a moment where you would imagine Jasper Hale, the Mr. Romance, right? Who can make you feel anything where he would take you for Valentine's Day. Now, might I suggest where Amanda Steele has envisioned this instead? (laughs) Who has taken this character who is undeniably weird hard to imagine, has a really fucked up history. Yeah. And has decided that that his idea of romance is to look at the sunset quietly. (laughs) It's the quietly that really (laughs) (laughs) An ideal date with Jasper is like, no talking, because I know you're just going to talk about uh, the before times. (laughs) How about we just look at this beautiful sky together? Not a sit out on a blanket, have no. dinner or a picnic. <laughs> no, just go somewhere, yeah. stand, right, watch the sunset quietly, and then go our separate ways. Maybe just look out the window. <laughs> it's like, hey, <laughs> that's a beautiful sky. A hundred percent. Oh my god. A hundred percent. I. It's just. It's just very good to me. Yes. I love also number 10, Rosalie, in which it just has the gall to say, oh, she's not taking you out on a date. (laughs) You have to take her out on a very fancy date. You know what? One, that's written like it's a bad thing, which is, I don't think that that's accurate. Listen, Rosalie does deserve to be cherished and appreciated. A hundred percent. And spoiled. And also- I want, and I want her to be spoiled. And also, the idea that Rosalie at this point is not very specific about her needs and would not know exactly where to go and wouldn't have an awesome idea. (laughs) Right. Inaccurate. Yeah. She's got a plan. Maybe she wants you to figure out first, but she she will tell you if it's wrong and she'll pick her plan. (laughs) Exactly. I think my last choice here is gotta be number one of daddy carlisle of a fancy dinner at home that he made for your just for you oh what a treat and i love that just lots of ambiance lots of candles lots of flowers i do like the Um, idea of being in a relationship with a vampire and them painstakingly making you food that they will not eat and <laughs> will just watch you eat. 100%. Knowing for a fact that you will probably need to, like, coax them into having a bite that they will then just, like, yak up like a cat later on. <laughs> yes, yeah. I completely Well, agree. on the bright side, you'll probably get leftovers, you know, and that's pretty sick. You will so. probably get leftovers. You just take that home. <laughs> the portions that you have to do... For cooking for one person are so obnoxious yeah unreal there's no way there's no way 100 percent. so fantastic choices there amanda yes. good work thank good you job. 
Um, on the other end of the spectrum of good jobs, <laughs> the darker, we to talk more about sinister. We do. <laughs> Cody, could you introduce us to the corner of the internet where crimes live? Uh, my search history is really not a fan of me today <laughs> because of what I uh, yeah same what I've been looking at. Um, so this came to our attention because there was like a gift guide of Valentine's Day fun for your partner, or whatever gifts. I don't know. Um, and one of which was from the lingerie slash maybe sex toy shop Love Honey, where they apparently have a. Fifty Shades of Grey lingerie collection signed off and given the 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 go ahead by E.L. James herself. And on the surface, right, <laughs> I know that you all can imagine what this looks like, and you're not far off base. You're not. No, definitely. What not. I want to emphasize before we describe what this looks like is I want <laughs> you to keep in mind that this crossed over the eyes of E.L. James herself and got the stamp of approval. Yeah. That this woman looked at these and thought, ah, yes, someone could wear this, feel sexy, Mm. and then might wear it for another person (laughs) and would look sexy too. Yes. So, so keeping that in mind... (laughs) (laughs) This collection went out to celebrate 10 years of Fifty Shades of Grey, which makes me feel like the fucking Crypt Keeper. Yeah, Jesus Christ. And aside from the usual collection of not just like sex toys, which sure, and I think we've talked about those before, I want to focus more specifically on the lingerie itself. I have so many questions. it is a nightmare. About the design process, every part of this looks like riddles they all look like you're in an escape room (laughs) when putting this on when putting it okay so same i was thinking about that when i was looking at this of like how would you get this on first of all that is okay so Mm -hmm. how would you get this on yes how would a potential partner or partners get this off of you without ripping it further than how it's intentional (laughs) right supposed to look Yeah. And also, this is so expensive Mm -hmm. for what looks like is made out of just, like, satin. Or the cheapest version of that. Yeah. Like, just pantyhose material. I'm not a fashion designer by any and all means, but the construction on some of these looks questionable. One of them has, like, a collar, and it looks like it's just fastened to the top with a seatbelt. Like, it just looks <laughs> deranged. Some of these strings are, like, seconds away from falling off, it looks like. A hundred percent. And a lot of these come across, like, Halloween costumes in the sense of, like, yeah. oh, dope. I'm going to wear this once. But I know I'm not going to wear it again because it will not, it cannot be washed. Right. <laughs> it cannot be washed. No way. I also want a chance, if I may, and E.L. James, I know you're listening to this, so this works out <laughs> great. Um, I just want to take a second to ask why you approved of this lingerie. <clears throat> Specifically because what's the thing, why is ass out in this <laughs> lingerie? What's the deal with having both ass and boobs out 
on all of these. Yeah. At what point is this no longer lingerie? You know, like what? At what point is this not clothes? <laughs> or like, so many full butts, right? Just sticking out. Which, like, hey, if that's your thing, I love it. If that makes you feel sexy, that's great. I don't remember Anastasia being full ass <laughs> in like <laughs> the lingerie thing. Never. That's true. I do remember in Fifty Shades of Grey that they did have Dakota Johnson's boobs out quite a bit sure but they did not show just full like butt crack right yeah a lot no and it's just when looking at this i was like shit i'd be really cold like yes (laughs) i would be really cold yeah yeah especially the 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 full ass ones are just lace so it's like you're already not getting a lot of protection there and you've just chopped off a big uh ratio (laughs) of of comfort and protection from the elements I just have a lot of questions from the designers of like, hey, what's up? Why you think, especially when like butt cheeks, sex, like what's up? Sure. Butts, yeah. cute. Yes. But like the Love ass crack, yes. honestly. <laughs> the, like the butt crack, come yeah. on. <laughs> the crack. <laughs> you like, that is what people make like sitcom jokes out of. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But absolutely. Yes. But like. The cr- come on stop yeah this isn't like kings of queens no. stop it like before we close this tab forever and never look back at it um i will say that on the descriptions for each and every one of these products it does quote 50 shades of darker the famous line i'm sure we all remember uh wow yeah. they feel dot 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 slinky dot 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 Ugh. and kind of dot 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 hot yeah stop it stop and all of these are crescent with (laughs) a 50 shades of gray tiny pendant somewhere hidden if you zoom in close you'll find it on every single one of them it's there just lurking yep little 50 shades of gray pendant so if you did want to (laughs) surprise your partner or partners this valentine's day season uh with clothing (laughs) specifically lingerie um just know that if you buy it from this collection you will have to explain to them that it is from the 50 shades of gray collection oh my god that will have to be a conversation that you have i i am just seeing this there is a pair of underwear on here that has a row of pearls Uh, where the pussy is (laughs) you know hey hey folks you know how you know how your pussy is pearls sometimes (laughs) Just, hey. Oh, my God. Imagine having, like, crossing your legs at any moment. Like, that. (laughs) Oh, oh my God. That's so That just feels like a do not pass go. Right. That seems like a warning. to UTI jail. (laughs) Like. Yeah. Yeah, that is a do not enter sign. That is not a, hey, I'm feeling sexy (laughs) tonight. Let's go. Right. Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, that feels like a fucking abacus to UTI jail. Like, no, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> they need yeah. to stop. Fucking stop it! I hate this so much. God, Ugh. could you close us out of current events corner with some good news, please? Yes. Oh my gosh, a beautiful palate cleanser from the crimes we just subjected you to. Um, Boo Boo Stewart, our main man, I our favorite him. boy, is gonna be the star of a movie, um, called Caleb's Crossing. It's an adaptation of a book. He's going to be 
lead boy finally it's what he deserves i'm very excited this look i i know nothing about the book but it looks sick and also it sounds cool as hell like i love the name yeah it does have sounds strong cool vibes (laughs) yeah i am excited for this i love being able to see folks that didn't start on twilight but like got strong notoriety on twilight now moving beyond to other projects um, that are not the live adaptation of The Grinch. So I'm very excited to support Boo Boo Stewart. Um, and he's going to like produce it too? Fuck Hello? yeah, dude. Yes. He, he does have a great name. Um, and I adore him. So I'm very yes. excited for this. Let's oh. go, Boo Boo. Let's go, Boo Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Yes. <laughs> when it comes out, let's release limited edition merch that says Oops All Boo Boo. Oops! Oh. <laughs> yes, Oops, and his beautiful oh. head of hair just like flowing. Oh, I love him. We have a couple questions here. First, starting off with a lovely patron, Aaron, who asks a "fuck Mary kill" J name edition from Stephanie oh. of Jacob Black. Oh, I guess this isn't all Stephanie. Jacob Black, Joe Goldberg, or Jared? No last name provided. Oh. yeah oh no no (laughs) kill joe goldberg yeah 100 percent. yeah i feel like i don't know a lot about jared right we don't know anything he's just like jared you know (laughs) (laughs) i agree i'm a fucking though i'll fuck listen yeah i think that's the 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 chain of events that leads to the least amount of harm you know because Jacob, you could be like, you could just be like, friend married. Like, oh, we like taxes. <laughs> we own a house. Like, we're just chilling. We're, we're fun. <laughs> we're hanging out. I don't want anything else to do with him, though. Yeah, I will, I will get married to Jacob Black. I think that that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> if I could go back and tell my 2007 self, like, hey, what's up? You're going to be talking about getting married to Jacob Black <laughs> when you're... <laughs> almost hitting your 27 year old self she would right. pass out she'd be like yes yeah. great good yeah i'm gonna go back to listening to lmfao at this point <laughs> sorry i'm busy party rocking i can't <laughs> i don't know what this is but i have shit to do yeah exactly i'm gonna go back to listening to copa starships at this point but uh, fuck <laughs> off i guess <laughs> uh that's great um okay we got some information here from carrie who did say they were very interested in a four weddings bonus jonas which yes happy to do that yes we did get another question from aaron who asked not really related to the host but are y'all planning on reading the third book in the you series when it comes out in april i mean i guess we gotta right (laughs) right (laughs) I I thought we had read all of them, and then I forgot that we'd only read two. Yeah, I guess there are more. (laughs) I guess then that means the show is really, I mean, it already took its own turn in, like, how it's going to tell the story or whatever, obviously, but, like, they are really doing the whole new season without any source material at all. Right, exactly. That does make me curious, because I know that we had seen footage not footage, but we had seen a photo of my short king on the set of you season three. 
But I know that they had had to pause filming. And I'd heard rumors that the season three was coming out this fall. So that might Mm. actually line up fairly well with things. But yeah, I mean, fuck yeah. I thought we were done. So (laughs) thanks for the reminder. (laughs) Our work is never finished. (laughs) We're never done. We'll be here. Just live tweeting from the apocalypse. So we have a couple of chapters this week. Yes. That I don't know about you, but they kind of blended into one long chapter for me. Mm-hmm. So that was a choice on Stephanie's part. Yeah, it felt like, like just one little monologue situation. Like, oh, right. this is all just the same kind of stuff, but separated for some reason. We haven't made Wander talk to other people for the first 200 pages of this book, but what if now they just talk for two chapters? How about that? Right. What if that? <laughs> yeah. So the last time that we left off, Jeb was still just given tours of the cave. The way that I imagine him is that mm-hmm. he just gives a daily tour of the cave, even though people have been there for years at this point. And if people <laughs> get bored enough to come along, they just like follow him. Mm. And now that wanderer is new he's like ah yes someone will finally come with me on my daily walk around the caves right (laughs) but when we were last leaving off it wasn't just jeb and wanderer it was all fuck there's so many j names it was jeb and wander and jamie and ian (laughs) and the doctor who are apparently two different people what and that's (laughs) what you missed on glee yes all my J's are here. <laughs> All my boys. All my J's are here. Save Jared, because that guy fucked off and did a raid or something. Yeah. So, great. Now, we're on to chapter 21. Super interesting stuff, in the sense that the tour ends pretty early on, after they hit the hospital wing, and Wanda loses it, yes. in the sense that... Both Wanda and Melanie are like, um, hi, sorry, you walked us to the hospital wing with the doc. Interesting. Interesting how that worked out. Right. This feels like a trick. (laughs) Yeah. Which, to be fair, would have been a pretty good trick. Mm. To the point where (laughs) Jeb starts laughing when when Wanda asks about it, and Wanda looks over at Ian and is like, oh, lol, that would have been really funny. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> I wish it was <laughs> like, that funny, man. Fuck, that would be my sick. Dude. <laughs> my dude. No. Yeah. No. Mm. No, sir. But it was just to finish up the tour. When they end up coming back, Jamie, who I think at this point is 14, mm-hmm. because that's when kids become adults. Right. In Stephanie's mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, He's past his uh, coming of age. <laughs> he is now a teen. But in a, he's now an adult yeah. in this apocalyptic world. Um, and Jeb asks Jamie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jeb asks Jamie. Oops, all Jays. Um, oops, oops, all Jays. To stand guard. And so he gives Jamie the gun. So. Um... And this is when things get dangerous. Because right. Wanderer. A.K. Melanie in this moment, because Melanie is the one that kind of pops off, was like, hi, sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> this is a child. This is kid. You can't, you can't give Did kid gun. Did you realize? <laughs> <laughs> this 
Do you we see how small dare and fragile as a kid? <laughs> we don't do this. No. Um, we are. I know that we're in an apocalypse now or whatever. Um, but me, Melanie, and my boy, my child, Jamie, we were yeah. raised pacifists, so we don't touch guns. Right. And again, this is coming out of what they see as Wonder, the alien. And Jamie gets very mad and very angry because he's an adult. And I can hold a gun if I want to, okay? Fuck. <laughs> Which is Stephanie's favorite trope to do. <laughs> yeah. Very a la Seth mm-hmm. in yeah, this moment. Big Seth vibes. Very like, I'm not a child <laughs> in this space. So, of course, now that they are back in what we are calling Wander's temporary cave hole bedroom moment which is that other guys it is just a a waiting this out kind of pouting knowing inevitably jamie will get curious enough to start asking questions which hey shockingly he does um because it's a new person and who looks like his sister and so of course in after about an hour jamie starts asking about what it was like for Wander in these other places. Then starts Wander's story time video, which is like an hour long. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Um, <laughs> it's just a, a 50 minute YouTube video where Wander is like, hey guys, welcome back to my channel. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> Today, <laughs> we're going to the cave. <laughs> and we're going to talk about all of my experiences on other planets that we have conquered. I mean, we visited. Yeah, definitely not Anyways. colonialism <laughs> for sure. Don't read into it. It's chill. Anyways, I'm going to be trying this new concealer. Oh. And we're going to be talking about my first planet, the bats on the singing world. Oh, my God. These planets are wild. And I knew, I know we talked about this, that they were going to get weirder and wilder. But, man, there's. But, like, what? Hello? There's also way too much spider talk going on here. I Listen, was very uncomfortable by the spider talk. I, as I was reading this chapter, I was like, holy shit, Cody is listening to this. Yeah. And that gave me so many creepy crawlies. Yeah, yeah it was like <laughs> listening to a true crime podcast. I was like, oh, this gives me bad tingles. This is what I'm getting. No, thank you. Yeah. But I also, on the plus side, didn't have to read the words seaweeds as it is spelled in the Stephanie Meyer. No. <laughs> I just got to hear it. So, you know, that, I was spared in that respect. One of the highlights of reading this, though, was when Jamie starts asking about what we here think of as aliens, like the green guys with the right. triangle heads. <laughs> yeah. And he's like... No, you don't understand. Like, what about the ones in Roswell? <laughs> and Wonder's like, no, I don't, I don't know what you're, uh, I don't, hey, that's not us. And he's like, is it fake? Like, what do you talk, what do you mean? What do you is know? It fake? Did, he's, do you know Area 51? <laughs> do you, were you there? <laughs> he's like, cut the cameras, Wander, dead ass, tell me what's going on. What is in the and Pentagon? <laughs> what are they hiding from us? <laughs> He's like taking notes. He's like, no, seriously, not a joke. You need to tell me right now. Like, and it's Wander's cool. Like, you can be honest with me. We're cool. Like, we're fine. I'm not going to rat you out or anything. Just tell me. I need to know. Also, are you okay with this being recorded? Right. Wander, go. Tell me. <laughs> and Wander's like, hey, 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 this is a big universe. All right. It could have been someone else. Yeah. Knock it off. <laughs> Just let me tell my story. Okay. <laughs> 
Goddamn. But yeah, there's a lot of fucking talk about spiders in the sense that, like, apparently the spider world is where they... I couldn't tell if it's where they came from or if, if like, Wander just really fucking liked the spider world. But it... it, Hey, Stephanie, cut that shit out. All right? Yeah, what's... No, no more. No, thank you. (laughs) Because what, what this made me realize is I've always thought, based on where I grew up, that the weird people were the horse people. Because mm-hmm. I grew up in a place where it very much bordered city life and country life. Like, I grew up where five miles one way was at an aggressively metropolitan place. And you go five miles sure. in another direction and you can't get cell service. Like, it's fucking weird. Right. And so the yeah. the weird kids were the horse ki- like the 4-H kids. Right. <laughs> yeah. You don't fuck with those kids. They pretend they're horses in daycare. It's scary shit. Right. <laughs> and like, they're weird. Um, And that, listen, I can, hey, I was also raised to be a horse kid, but I got out early enough. So it's all right. I was part of it. This made me realize that I think there is a different kind of kid which is a Stephanie kid, which is a, I was raised in the desert and I fuck with spiders kid, mm-hmm. like a bug kid. Yeah. And that is really scary to me because nothing scares me more than if I was to go to a friend's house and they were like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, cool. Do you want to play Barbies? You want to take their clothes off and like cut their hair and shit? And they're like, no, do you want to see my spider? And I'd be like, uh, I got to call my mom. No, thank you. What's <laughs> yeah. what's going on? Mm. That's terrifying. Because there's a lot of talk about spiders here. And Stephanie, what are you going through? Hey. Hey. You good? Blink twice if you're good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Don't wear a peach colored lipstick if you are not good, okay? <laughs> if this is a cry for help. If you are not good, stuff. don't wear a coral lipstick. Stephanie. It's okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, Jeb finally comes in and is like, Jamie, where the hell have you been? You have chores to do. And he's like, uh, anyways, I'm talking to my fake sister. What do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> um, when Jeb finally starts talking with Wander, he admits that he's been eavesdropping for quite a while, which is a choice to be honest about. He also asks about where Wander got the name Wander, which weird thing to mm-hmm. <laughs> say at this point and not have asked about the origin but sure and jeb is also like cool it's interesting that you have like a history to your name i would love to hear about that more do you mind if i call you something that's not your name <laughs> is it cool <laughs> if i just give you a fun little nickname so it's less it- weird that you're a weird alien weirdo weirdo <laughs> is it okay if i like Instead of respecting your culture um, and calling you by a name that has, like, an important history and, like, a memory to you, I call you a different name instead because it's easier for me. Is that cool with you? Cool. I'm going to call you Wanda. An objectively worse name, might I add. What the fuck is it with Stephanie and these making characters have long names where they don't like being called the five-letter name? Literally. We got it's like, Wanda, I- we got Bella. <laughs> Bella. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> They have very clear, like, cool names. I'm going to give you, impose this nickname onto you without you getting any agency in it. Hello? Wanda is such a cool fucking name. Wanda. It is. Wanda. And this is where, folks, I want to take a brief pause to talk about WandaVision. 
Um, which we're not sponsored by. No. Believe it or not, we are not sponsored by Disney or Marvel. <laughs> Believe it or not, we're not. Um, though I can be bought. Listen, I will be bought by the mouse if the check is good. <laughs> I do just want to say that for those of you that are watching WandaVision, um, it does have two of three, four of the most beautiful people in this planet. Yes. Including, but not limited to, Kat Dennings. Mm-hmm. Catherine Hahn. Mm-hmm. Tana Paris. Rond- Randall Park. Like, hello? Yeah. Anyways, now that apparently people are going to just call Wander Wanda, um, sure. I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to become the Joker. <laughs> uh, this is, yeah, this is my Joker moment, actually, I think. So, chapter 22, this might shock you, folks, but it is uh, just more of the same. Of yeah. Wan- Wanda um, <laughs> just telling more stories. And, like, it's cool because it's, it's stuff about Wanda. Yeah. And we don't get a lot of that. Right. <laughs> There's specifically a part in chapter 22 where <laughs> um, where Jeb is, like, wandering. Guess that's your specialty, eh, Wanda? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, knock it hey. off. <laughs> hey, stop it. But there is a part of this chapter where Jeb realizes that it is not just Wander mm-hmm. inside of this vessel. And Melanie starts to freak out, right. <laughs> understandably. Yeah. Because of the fact that, well, and I would argue that Melanie and Wander start to freak out because what do you do in that situation? Um, mm-hmm. Especially because Jeb is, what I imagine when Stephanie was writing this chapter is that she was like, how do I take, <laughs> how do I take this situation, which I really liked in Twilight, where I had Jacob Black who didn't know that Bella was new or like knew about the vampires, which was great. And I guess maybe if I had that, I can take that situation and I can turn it into Jamie. Okay, great. I got that. But then I need to have someone who's suspicious and knows that the jig is up. Maybe if I take the same situation that I did with Billy Black I can do that with Jeb. And then her mind just explodes. (laughs) And she does that here where she's like, Jeb kind of like has figured it out. Right. But he doesn't directly say it. He's just like, hmm, it's really interesting that like, you know, you're not like all of the other aliens that we've met. You're not like other girls. (laughs) Hey, you're not like (laughs) other girls. Um, Frantically Googling, is it okay to be attracted to an alien that's kind of your girlfriend, but kind of not. (laughs) And also like kind of your niece, but like not. I'm so confused. (laughs) uh, Just using like any possible data that exists at this time, like satellite. (laughs) But he's like, you know, you're not like any of the seekers we've met. You're not like a healer. Um, if you didn't come out here to die or to kill us, then you probably came out here because you were trying to find your brother and Jared. And he's like, why the fuck would you care? You would only care if you were either turning human or if your soul doesn't really disappear when 
you know, like those transform. And both Wander yeah. and Melanie are just like screaming inside, like, oh, fuck. Like, he's. <laughs> <laughs> what if he's, you know, this whole time, like, he wasn't what people said and like he wasn't crazy? Like, he's a genius. And Wander's like, no, dude, he's both. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that's how he survived this long is like, <laughs> he's kind of got it figured out. But then, like, he doesn't really care after that point. Right. He's just kind of like, all right, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Uh, do you want to teach my niece, my other niece? What about that? How about but that? But then Wander's like, uh, you know, I was only a professor in college, like, teaching history in college because I knew about these other planets. And Jeb's like, yeah. That's close enough to U.S. history. It'll be fine. <laughs> like, you can teach you can teach my other niece. It'll be chill. Yeah. It's all good. Then he did eventually start to ask, like, why Wander is called Wander, which is when we get a lot of great alien names. Yes. Such as <laughs> Dry Water. Ooh, yes. Such as Fingers in the Sky. Yes, love it. Such as Falling Upward. Mm-hmm. Or, my personal favorite, Pam's in the Gyms. <laughs> Pam's in the Gyms is very good. I'm a big fan of that. Pam's in the Gyms. You know, just adding a little bit of spice in there. <laughs> yeah. This is also the part two where Jamie starts asking, like, um, so how do you feel about Earth? Are you planning to stay? Do you want to stay forever? <laughs> how do you... How would you rate it so far yeah. out of all of these other places that you have gone to, which I thought was quite pure. But it has been quite a while that they have just been sitting and listening to Wander speak. So they do get relieved for Doc to take watch, which is when Wanda gets incredibly freaked out. Because at this point, I don't know what this doctor looks like because mm. I associated the doctor being Ian for a long time. Right. Yeah, we had no real idea. <laughs> Doc was just any other random character that we kind of knew. A hundred percent. And so by the end of this, Wanda is just very grateful to hear the Doc like snoring and breathing um, because they know where he is located outside of the door. Um, but then there's the sound and the chapter ends. So we have to wait until next week to hear who is entering into their bedroom. So hopefully chapters 23 and 24 will give us some conclusion. Or they won't, and we'll just never know what happened with that. Hey, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Definitely not <laughs> us until we find out. But until then, we have quite a few patrons to thank. Yes. For all of our lovely work here. Would you like to start us off absolutely shout out to mallory hardwick pew, 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 pew. thank you to katie black pew, pew, pew. shout out kylie minty pew, 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 pew. Mm. thank you to elizabeth james pew, pew, pew. shout out jess love pew, 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 pew. thank you to alex dornan Wow! Yeah! Wow. Shout out Carrie Goldberg! Woo! Thank you to Mickey Meyer! Ow! Yeah! Ow, ow, ow! Thank you, Zoe Steele! Woohoo! Thank you to Rebecca Cullen! 
yes. Ooh. Shout out Amy Taylor. Woohoo! Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch! Mulch! Who just got a cool ass straw <laughs> last time I saw. Oh, I did see that. That was very good. Shout out Mulch <laughs> and that personalized straw. I want a Mulch straw f- just for me. <laughs> I also want a Mulch straw, to be honest. <laughs> Shout out Taylor, Brown, Town, Lautner. Uh, thank you to Aaron Weber. Wow. <laughs> Shout out Gwen Stanley. Gwen, I still don't know if we're saying your name right, so can you uh, let us know? Thanks. Yeah, it, we've been mispronouncing it this whole time. Please. <laughs> Please. Please don't let us get away with that shit. Thanks. Yeah. Um, thank you. <laughs> we need to be held uh, accountable. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Oh, <laughs> elegance. Yes. Thank you to Bailey Christian. <laughs> thank you to Jay Ooh. Molina. Ow! Yeah! Thank you, Cassandra Bomer. Thank you to Kaylee Beck, my mom. Yeah! (laughs) Shout out, Aaron Salinger. Oh. Yes. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Yes. Thank you to India Peach. India Peach. Yes. Yeah. Thank you to Casey Yorkie. Ow, ow, Thank you to Sarah Blythe. Mm. And last, but certainly not least, thank you to Lara Forty. Aw, yeah. Ooh. I have a fan fiction for you today. Here's the thing. Um, I grabbed a piece of fan fiction here that was seasonal for Valentine's Day. And then I was personally shocked that it was um, with the turn that it took. So this is Valentine's Day by Kiki Warbler. I'm assuming that that is a Glee reference. Yes. This was (laughs) um, because of the fact that this was published on February 13th of 2011. And it has no description on it. But I made the safe assumption that it is about Valentine's Day, given the title. Yes. And then I read the first five paragraphs and i was shocked so i would like to take you on this journey with me just for context since i did not have that when i was reading this um i'm this is an au um where edward cullen is a professor in college and bella swan is one of his college students that might help you be less confused than i was (laughs) Again, folks, this is titled Valentine's Day. These tests were horrible. Edward Cullen yelled at his art history class. They looked at him like he was an alien. They knew they didn't care about his class. He knew that they were all there to just slack off. Art history was a dying breed and nobody cared. Out of 22 students, only two of you passed. It was an open book test. How can you fail an open book test? So here's the deal. I'm going to give you guys the test again. But 
Isabella Swan and Alice Brandon are exempt from taking the test. And do you know why? Because they fucking passed, he said, throwing the papers down on the desks of the students that failed. He passed Bella's desk and put the papers down on her desk gently. He smiled at her and she looked up at the papers. She smiled, satisfied that her grades were still up. She saw the note at the bottom of the page. Meet me, 4 p.m. I've got a surprise for you. End scene. Wow. That, <laughs> wow. Oh, man. That was, um, when I expected <laughs> that story to be right. fluff. <laughs> and I <laughs> did not get fluff. I got yelling and screaming. Um, it yeah. was quite a surprise. A little bit of a bait and switch, I would say. I would Keep you on argue your toes, I guess. that as well. Um, a little bit of a warbler bait and switch. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of a Ryan Murphy bait and switch right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, folks, whether or not you choose to celebrate Valentine's Day, uh, good on you. Uh, celebrate it from your homes if you're planning to. Yes. And also get that good discounted candy because that's what I like. Yes. That's, yeah. February 15th, best holiday. <laughs> it's just everything is 90% and off the of Walgreens <laughs> and it's great. Well, folks, um, as we say here in the Pacific Northwest, get bit and get whipped. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. Our theme music is by Eli Krauss and our artwork is by Maddie Padilla. Follow the show on Twitter at Into the Twilight and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. Send us an email or a fanfiction at into the twilight show at gmail.com. You can find Allie at Into Wild Places and me at Cody Crow. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.